program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Coming to you live on tape on this Thursday, November 23rd, 2023. It is Turkey Day, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, or just you, if you don't have a yours. So as we all wake up this morning, 20, some maybe 30-year-olds hung over a shit from the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, which is a drink fest. Otherwise, everybody else is kind of meandering about right now. You might be in a car, traveling to some family relatives, or you might just be sitting on your couch doing nothing at home with the fam. Whatever you might be doing, we got three games lined up for today. Stink fests, but something to watch, right? And then we have our first ever Black Friday game set for tomorrow between the Jets and the Dolphins. As for what do we got going today, we've got Lions hosting the Packers. That's going to be your 12.30, which is staring us down the barrel of our football gun here. Lions hosting the Packers. Cowboys at Commanders is the second game. And then Seahawks hosting the 49ers in the nightcap. So, not, uh, on paper, not the best matchups. However, you never know what you get. Sometimes you get close ones out of this. As Tom Brady says, doesn't matter what you get because all of it is pretty subpar. Funny thing about fucking Brady, he was just in the league last year. It's not like he's been retired 10 years. Guy was out. Not even a full year. He could come back right now if he wanted to. You know, one team loses their quarterback, Cowboys. Tom could just come out, sell his shares in the Raiders. I don't, I don't think he can hold the shares and then play. But that's how close he is. And there he is popping shots, talking about, you know, he's like, well, he is fucking old man on the porch, right? Because he's fucking 45 or whatever the fuck it is. Anyway, um, so... We've got those three games today, one game tomorrow. Uh, we'll go through, uh, you know, stats real quick, and that way we don't have to do it with my brother later. And then we will go through these games. So that's how we'll do this uh, mini-abbreviated Turkey Day broken helmet. So without further ado, let's rock. First down. First down. And so how do we do last week? We'll go with our best bets. We both lost. No good. So that puts Chris at 50% on the year. He is a coin flip. I am not. I am 40%. Super picks. I was 1-4. He was 4-1. and one. We were looking at each other in the mirror. Completely opposites. So that leaves him at 56% on the year for his picks. He's almost at that magical 60% mark. As for me, no. No dice. I am uh, 42%. 42%. Yeah, don't listen to me. Anyway, the, se- the 272 where we pick all the games, I was 5-8. and eight. He was 6-7. and seven. I am 51%, so a hair better than a coin flip. He is not so much. How do we line up against all of the other competitors? The Sharps were 6-7. and seven. The Money, the pros, they were 4-9. But the Joes were 9-4. and four. 
So on the year, the Joes are still out ahead. They are at 52%. And then the money is a coin flip, and then the Sharps are under. So as for last week, you want to know how the pros and Joes are doing? It's in the proof is in the pudding, motherfucker. Because there were five pros versus Joes game last week. Four of those went to the Joes. So, again, it's been a year of the public. Joe Public has been taking it home, and right now they're out ahead of everybody at 52%. Parlays, I was 0 for 2. Chris was 0 for 2. Teasers, I was 1 for 2. Chris was 0 for 1. He has not hit 1 all year. I am not doing great, though, at 30%. Prop bet, he tried his hand at 1. It was the anytime touchdown. Didn't come in this week. Uh, Now, as for the stats... The dogs won again last week, eight to five. Of those five, uh, of those eight wins, four of them were outright victories. So the teams that ended up winning as a dog were the Giants, Packers, Giants, Packers, Rams, and then the Eagles on that fantastic Monday night game, uh, where I mean, right? It looked like Kansas City had that entire game, and then all of a sudden, you know, you don't score, you don't have, you don't have big playability. And you keep these teams in it, and Philly pulled it out. So kudos to the Eagles there on their victory. The four teams that did not, that just covered, that was Chicago, Las Vegas, Arizona, and Minnesota. And obviously Chicago, you had that monster loss down the stretch. And then Minnesota, you had the big Cortland Sutton catch uh, in the end zone to give the Broncos that victory. But those are the four teams that ended up just straight covering. So on the year... 75% of the dogs that have won have won the game outright. 75%. So again, we say it frequently. If you like the dogs, do something to get them to win. Round robin, money line parlays, whatever it might be. Because they come in. Home dogs were 2-1. Overs, unders went to the unders last week. 9-4. Unders are 61% on the year and 8-3 by week. So, of the 11 weeks, they have won eight of them. So, it has been a year of, uh, you know, scoring at a minimum, right? And that was a huge trend about three, four weeks ago. Everybody was talking about red zone efficiency and lack of scoring. And and every single podcast talked about it. But it's been unders this year, baby. As for teasers, they all stayed in range around the 70% mark. Overs obviously struggled. They were 8-5 and last week. And so, they're only at 65% on the year. So that is uh that's tough to come by for those overs this year. I, I don't deal that much with totals, so my brother and I end up staying out of it. But we tried over the years to try to pick them, but uh you know, <laughs> not that our regular picks have been much better, but I the the total numbers, we never really were great with point totals. So and the last bit of stat review is the teams with a halftime lead. And they were 9-3 last week, 78% on the year. If you were curious as to the three teams that did lose their halftime lead, they are, you ready for this one? Here we go. The Seattle Seahawks, who ended up losing Geno Smith in the second half there, and it was a mess after that. They also lost K-9. Uh, to oblique injury, which uh, will follow him into this week. But uh, it was no good once Geno Smith was out of there, and that pretty much cost them the game, so they lost their halftime lead. The second team was the Minnesota Vikings. Again, we talked about Chicago and Minnesota just a second ago about losing uh, their their leads down the stretch there. Well, Minnesota, they had that 
touchdown at the end. Cortland Sutton in the end zone notched Denver the win and Minnesota the loss. And then finally, the Monday night game, which was phenomenal. Uh, Great watch. It was also the most watched Monday night game, I think, in you know, for fucking ever. You go Google it. But it was a long time coming for an audience that big, which obviously was the repeat of the Super Bowl and possibly a preview of this year's Super Bowl. So anyway, uh, that was the way we wrapped up last week. This week we've got four games. Uh, we'll do the best game, then we'll do the rest, and then I'll throw a bet in there. So that's how we'll break out the show today. And, I mean, look, I don't know which of these games you can consider the best one, you know. Um, but I think we will end up doing the nightcap on Turkey Day. I think that's the best one. So let's rock and roll. Second down. Second down. <laughs> All right, so we are going to hop in our podcast jet, fly out to Seattle for the evening game on Thanksgiving Day once everybody is passing out or insanely drunk or if you're in your 20s and 30s, you're trying to find what kind of bar or restaurant is open anymore that you could go to the bar with your buddies and hopefully not get into a bar fight. But unfortunately, you know, post-COVID, I you know, the nighttime crowd, it's its very few and far between. Even last night when I ended up venturing out, sitting at home alone, my, my wife was with the kids seeing her sister in the city. <clears throat> Pardon me, that's gross. Um, I decided to venture out, went to a local watering hole, and I, this place never has kids in it. Used to, used to back in the day, Orange Lantern in Paramus, New Jersey, used to have tons of kids, uh, you know, in my 20s, uh, probably early 30s as well. Uh, it would be the place that you would go to after all the other places closed because it was open till three. Sometimes you'd go there and then venture across New York state lines, not drunk driving, but, you know, somebody was driving and then cross over those state lines and go to the Suffern watering holes. And th- then they were open till four. So anyway, but it was fun because there were kids in the area that used to go around. Post-COVID, not so much anymore. And even last night, where the Orange Lantern ultimately had kids in their 20s and early 30s, which I have not seen in fucking years. Probably last Thanksgiving was probably last time I saw it. But sure enough, man, I don't know what it is. It's just a different environment because band wrapped up probably around, I don't know, 1130-ish. And damn it, if the kids just didn't peel out. You know, old people were out anyway. You know, as soon as that band rolled out, they were out the door, if not before. But then you're like, all right, let, let's see what we got. Oh, no, we're not going to have any late night here. And, and so by sure enough, 1230, it was just a couple of stragglers left. And it was like, where the hell did everybody go? I mean, this was packed with people and I had music going the whole night. I just, yeah, I, I don't understand modern society. But uh, there are a lot of other uh, things that you could do. Plenty of vices. Go home and uh, smoke a doob and play some video games, I guess. I you know I don't know. But uh, it, going to bars is not the social event that it once was. So uh, where do we go here? We are in Seattle. That's where I uh, was going before I went off on my stupid tangent about drinking. Uh, Seattle hosting the 49ers here. The 49ers are going to be a road favorite. Seven points is the line. The over-under is 44 and a half. This one is a trifecta bomb, 
as you've got the Sharps tickets and money all on San Francisco. A ton of tickets and a ton of money on them currently. You are seeing 80% of the... Uh, tickets on the 49ers, and then 87% of the money pool. So everybody's thinking San Francisco here against the Seahawks. Seahawks are going to be lo- are going to be minus their starting running back, K-9, as he went down with an oblique injury, which probably won't be much of a loss because, I, you know, he really wasn't performing well uh, in the recent past anyway. They will have, however, uh, Geno Smith, as he's, his elbow looks to be good to go for today. Uh, that was based on the practice week and then, well, the short practice week and then the updates that I read this morning. So he is going to be good to go. So they'll be with their starting quarterback, not with their starting running back. So uh, Cabernet Chavanaugh will uh, step in there in the backfield. Um, and I don't know. It, it's seven points. Feels like a lot based on the fact that Seattle has an okay record. But if you watch Seattle over the year, they're just not overly impressive. They're really not. And it's almost a surprise that they have the record they do. Again, going back to Tom Brady, you know, the quality of the league this year, which I'm in agreement with, if you listen to the podcast at all, that you've heard at least me, if not me and my brother, talk about the fact that the league this year has not been good. Um, but you have a here another a team with a okay record that doesn't really look that way when you... It doesn't pass the eye test, right? The, the, the metaphoric eye test. All right, so that cliche. They don't pass it. So here you got San Francisco uh, minus seven. I'm going to end up taking the 49ers here uh, because I can't really see the Seahawks staying in this game. 49ers have a lot of things going for them right now. This is going to be another week in the Chase uh, Young development as he's added to that defensive line to go along with Nick Bosa. Uh, they did lose They did lose Hufenga with the torn ACL, so he's out, and that's a big loss. But I don't think it's enough uh, to, curb, to, to curb the fact that the 49ers are just that much better than the Seahawks. So end up giving me the 49ers and the seven points. I chimed in with my brother, got him on the board, and I asked him what he thought as well. And he was, and he ended up going with the 49ers as well. So, Eggy Brothers in on the 49ers, minus the seven. Uh, you know, I, it's just one of those games that could get ugly. It actually was a little head-scratching because I was wondering why the 49ers were only seven. But, I don't know, people in the game. So, uh, it's just a mystery that will have to be solved on the field. So now let's go to the other games and then I'll give you a Thursday Thanksgiving wager to entertain yourself. Third down. And so we'll head out for the first game in Detroit. Where the Motor City Lions will be facing off the Packers. It, Detroit, the Motor City's got to be, right? It, it's Ford and, uh, you know, it's cars and all that. I'm saying that in Motor City's press somewhere else. I don't know. Sometimes you just start talking and you're just like, hold on. Maybe I should have thought about what I was going to say before I said it. Uh, so Detroit is going to be hosting the Packers. Lions currently eight and a half point favorites at home. 47 and a half is the over under. We have another trifecta game as the Sharps are in on the Lions. 72 percent of the tickets are on Detroit, but 82 percent of the money pool is with the home 
team. So you got two trifectas back-to-back here, also heavily bet on the favorite side. So Lions, Packers are going to be lost of Aaron Jones. You would think that A.J. Dillon would step in, but he was banged up with a groin injury this week, so he may or may not play. I imagine he's going to go, but he'll probably be game. It doesn't really matter anyway because – you know, A.G. Dillon, every time he has got the chance to step in and perform, he's kind of never done it. I mean, Aaron Jones is just that much better at back. And A.J. Dillon used to always be the fantasy pickup where it's like, oh, no, I'm going to get him. And as soon as Dillon goes down, Dill- uh, as soon as Jones goes down, Dillon's going to blow up. Well, th- this was your year, and it just hasn't happened. And it's been in the past, too, and it hasn't happened. So I'm done with A.J. Dillon. But anyway, he is injured, so he may or may not play. Depends on how that groin is. Uh, as for the Lions, nothing really of note. You know, they, they come off the monster comeback win last week when they looked dead to rights against Chicago. And then they end up getting a win at the end there. And they'll look to do the same here in an NFC North battle. Look, it's an interdivision rivalry. I still do not like the Packers. I, they have screwed me every time I tried to go with or against them. Uh, it happened again last week against the Chargers. So I, I blame that game more on the Chargers than I give credit to the Packers. I charge. I, Staley's just got to go. I mean, everybody in the brothers has been screaming about it for quite a while. But it's kind of funny when you think about Staley because when he first came in, everybody was all about their cup of Staley, right? Stat geek, data nerd. He does fourth down right. He makes the good third down calls. He gets the stat. You know, he, he's a data. He gets it, right? And now all of a sudden, all those same people, all those same podcasts are like, you know, he fucking sucks. We you gotta get the fuck rid of him. You know, it was like, okay, all right, I guess. What happened to all the stats? I don't, I don't understand. Uh, you know, he, he's so great at making all these calls, and now everybody's like, oh, you know what? He he kind of sucks. Uh, yeah, he kind of kind of sucked from the beginning, and now it's a couple of years in here, and unfortunately, Justin Herbert, you know, you you lost that that rookie that rookie era that rookie window. Gone. And uh, now Staley's going to be gone. But I'm talking about the fucking Chargers only because they ended up losing to the Packers last week. Trying to use the... uh, Trying to talk about the Packers here as my computer's giving me some kind of stupid error message on it. So hopefully this is going to be broadcast. We're going to find out. But uh, Packers, dogs by eight and a half here. Give me the Lions. Uh, Eight and a half is a lot of points. I just don't have enough faith in the Packers. Uh, every time I bite against them or with them, I lose. So it, I, what does it matter? I'm going to go with the Lions and the better team here uh, for the 12-30 game. <laughs> Cowboys are going to be the second game. They're going to be hosting the Commanders. Cowboys 13.5 point favorites. 48.5 is the over-under in this one. We finally get a little bit of a variation uh, in the stats as the Sharps and just... of the ticket tickets are on Dallas, while 72% of the money pool is on the Commanders. So you see money going Washington's way. The tickets could be following suit. Uh, I am not uh, right here. The uh, Cowboys, looks like C.D. Lamb is good to go. Um, It looks like there isn't really anything of note. Either way, this is just going to be a straight up, the Cowboys are going to put their defense out there and throttle this commander's team that cannot protect the quarterback to save their life, save his life, actually. Uh, And I don't 
see how that's going to translate into anything but a nightmare for Washington this afternoon. 13 and a half is a lot of points. My, my my mind is telling me to go with the Commanders backdoor cover. It is an NFC East game. Um, all those cliches and trends that you know usually come through, but I can't how I you know it's just my 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 head's telling me Commanders. My gut's going with the Cowboys. You know, Commanders, much like the Packers, another team that has screwed me every which way. Um, they beat the fucking Patriots when after they got rid of their two best defensive players. Uh, I picked the New England as my best bet that week. And then I bet the Commanders as my best bet last week against the Giants. And they let Tommy fucking DeVito, Tommy DeVito, uh, throw for like 12 touchdowns in a game. I mean, it was it lost by tons of points. Like, what are you doing? The Giants easily are the worst team in the NFL. And you gave them a win at home. Two wins in the year. They've got three wins. Two of them are against Washington. Get the fuck out of here. Get rid of Rivera. The guy's terrible. Just get rid of him already. Holy shit. So for all those reasons, I can't go with the Commanders. I'm going to go with the uh, Cowboys and the 13 and a half. And so that leaves us to the final game. So let's get in the uh, podcast jet, the Lear. Take that sucker from Dallas to East Rutherford, New Jersey. The shittiest stadium in the NFL. Voted by the players and the fans and anybody who's been in that goddamn stadium. It sucks. It's the worst. What a terrible investment of, what, a billion dollars? I mean, come on. Come on. $1.5 billion, whatever it was. I don't know how you screw that up so bad. So bad. And even if they fix the turf, which I think was the number one complaint, it doesn't matter. The place is soulless. Good for a summer concert. You know, I saw Metallica there. That was great. But, I I mean, there's just no vibe to the stadium. It's just a big, giant, concrete ring. And they've got seats in it, and you sit, and you watch a game, and you give them $5,000 for beer, and then you leave. So, anyway, this game is going to be played in East Rutherford. It is going to feature the Jets and the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a road favorite here. Another big spread, 9.5 points. Over-under is 40.5. Right now, you got the Sharps coming in on the Jets in that defense, along with Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle, congratulations. <laughs> Kudos on your start. It only took the Jets basically imploding their entire season, refusing to let go of Zach Wilson and put him on the bench for you to get your start, but, you know, better late than never, right? So the Jets and the defense are going to bring the Sharps in on their side, plus that QB change, think that maybe something can happen there. And then the Dolphins are going to take the tickets and the money pool. Tickets heavy on Dolphins, 74% on Miami. Only 54% of the money is on Miami, so it's kind of an even split there. That could flip. Should it flip before tomorrow's game, you will see a pros versus Joes. And remember last week, pros versus Joes went four games to the Joes. I think it was one to the, uh, whatever I said, it was uh, definitely four to the Joes. So the Joes have been rocking and rolling. Uh, we're not there yet, but like I said, by tomorrow, that money pool could switch over to the Jets. So check up on your stats. All of these stats, mind you, brought to you by the Action Network. All of these spreads and point totals are from DraftKings. Probably should have said that at the beginning of the show, but better late than never, right? Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? So anyway, uh, Dolphins, Jets here. Uh, I am going to take the, I'm going to take the Jets. 
And I just realized I didn't give my brother's picks for the other games. So uh, I will rewind and do that real quick here. Uh, he took in the Lions Packers. I went Lions. He's going Packers. Cowboys Commanders. I went Cowboys. He went Cowboys. And then the 49ers Seahawks. I went 49ers, as did he. I gave you that one. So Dolphins Jets here. I'm going to end up going on the Jets and the nine and a half points. I just have questions about the Dolphins. They do look like they have Tariq Hill. He's got that banged up hand. Uh, A-Chain is a question mark with the knee. I doubt that they probably run him. I did see that Moser was banged up too, but I, I didn't hear as much question about him. A-Chain obviously coming off a knee injury, and then I felt pain in the same knee, so they brought him off, which is why I don't, I don't think you would see him there today. Um, but all in all... Nine and a half points, it's just a little much. I, I mean, if these two teams play up to their prime, I, I would imagine that the Dolphins probably win by more than nine and a half because I, the Jets' offense has really shown you nothing. But, I, shit, they've been, you know, okay in spots. And so it's kind of a dice throw as to what do you get. You, you get a good defense, and then you get an offensive performance that is horrific or just got awful. It's one, one of the two. And when it's horrific, you get blown out like you did against Buffalo last week. And when it's, uh, you know, it's just got awful, you get close games like, you know, the Chiefs or whatever. So, uh, but then that Chiefs game was a long time ago at this point. So, uh, give me the Jets. Give my brother the Jets. And that will do it for all the games. So, we've got one down left. Let's wrap that up with a little gambling action. I'll give you a little uh, Thursday treat, an appetizer, if you will. So I'm going to put one thing out there today, um, just not a, a whole lot because uh, my bankroll is in the toilet. And uh, last week I, I thought I, things were looking good and then they fell apart. I uh, only lost a little bit of money last week, so not a lot. I just lost a little. So today I'm just going to take 100 bucks and split it between two bets. So here we go. We're going to take Detroit, Dallas, and San Francisco and what we're going to do is we're going to tease them and drop all of those down. So you're going to get Detroit by 2.5, Dallas by 7.5, San Francisco by 1. That is the Joe's Sucker Tease, right? That's what I'm going to call that one. Joe's Sucker Tease. If you're an average Joe and you tease, you see these and you go, oh, my God, I can get these all the way down to 1.2 points and then just a touchdown and a half. You know, give me that. So I am going to do the Joe's Sucker Tease for 50 bucks. Pull in 130, and then I am also going to take another 50 because I said it's 100 bucks, and I'm going to do all those teams. We're going to do it with a parlay. So I'm going to do blowout city. So Detroit just smacks up on the Packers, Dallas throttles the Commanders, and then San Francisco does in does the Seahawks in. And I think that the Seahawks game I think is going to be a blowout. That one I'm not I'm not looking forward to because I think. San Francisco right now is just rocking and rolling. And uh, minus Purdy uh, going back to his form from a couple of games ago, um, I think that uh, we're going to be looking good there. So anyway, uh, that is my bet for the day. Uh, 100 bucks split between a $50 parlay and a $50 tease. Both the same teams, Detroit, Dallas, and San Francisco. So... Without further ado, I'm out. You guys enjoy your turkey days. All of the best. Remember not to drink and drive. Remember to gamble responsibly. And all those good taglines as we punch out here. So thank you as always for listening. Happy Turkey Day. Talk to you on Saturday or Sunday or whenever you listen to the next podcast. Peace.